I have here a list of products, and I also have some pagination links so that I can go to the next page of products. Now notice when I go to the next page, the entire page is actually reloading because the URL is changing here. So this is using just a classic uh, HTML link. But what if I wanted to add some AJAX functionality into this so that when I click next page or any of these page numbers, it would actually just update a certain section of the page and leave us still on that same page. So I want to show you how to do that in this episode. Now I've set up the pagination using this popular will paginate gem, which I highly recommend doing. And in my controller, I'm just calling product.paginate to have the per page and page value specified. And then in my view, I'm just calling will paginate to display the pagination links. It's very basic stuff if you dealt with pagination before. Now, what I want to do is, like I said, make this Ajax functional. So I need to modify these links so they no longer just go to a simple HTML page, but send an Ajax request in the background. Now, I could do this a couple different ways. I could dig into this will paginate method and try to modify the links which are rendered out, which will be a lot of work and is, is pretty obtrusive, which means we're going to actually modify the HTML. That's really not the best way to go here. Instead, we can go with some unobtrusive JavaScript, which means we keep all the HTML content of the page the same and just modify the Ajax functionality through JavaScript when that's loaded in. So this way we ensure that the page functions just like normal if the user has JavaScript turned off and Ajax is only added if the user has JavaScript enabled. Throughout this episode, I'll be using the jQuery JavaScript library, which you can download at jQuery.com, and then just place it in your JavaScript's directory, uh, and then just include it in your application layout file like this. Now, you could use prototype 2 if you wanted to. Uh, you'll need to modify the code just a little bit. So I'm going to make a separate pagination JavaScript file here that we can include just whenever we have pagination that we want to add Ajax functionality to. So let's just call this pagination.js. Now in here we want to add some on-click Ajax functionality to that pagination links. And we have to do that after the DOM is loaded. So the way you handle that in jQuery is you just call a function inside of this dollar uh, from function here. And then let's just add a simple text here just to make sure this is working. Say DOM is loaded. And then inside of our view where we have our pagination links, we want to include that JavaScript file. And so I want to do that with my JavaScript helper method, which comes with my nifty layout generator, which I'll link to in the show notes. And this will just basically add a JavaScript include tag for the pagination.js file. So now if we reload the page here, you can see that we get an alert message saying DOM is loaded. So the JavaScript is successfully being interpreted. Now we need to actually modify these HTML links so they handle uh, Ajax functionality instead of traditional HTML links. Now if you take a look at the HTML source of this page, you can see that we have a div here with a class of pagination, and this is where all of those anchor tags are stored for handling the pagination links. So this is what we'll use to access all of those links and change them. So back in our JavaScript file, we don't want to have this alert message anymore. Instead, we want to change our pagination links, and we could do that with the dollar sign method and just call uh, pagination, which is a pagination class tags, and then just 
grab all the anchor tags inside of that. And then here we want to modify the click behavior. So we just call click and then call a function inside of here. And in here we want to uh, send an Ajax request. We want to send it to the same URL that the pagination link goes to. So the way we do that is just call $.get and then the URL, which is going to be the this element's href. So it'll be that anchor tags href attribute. And then we don't want anything in these other parameters, but this last parameter for this Ajax request is really important. We want it to be called script. And this is basically going to say any kind of JavaScript code which is returned by this uh, Ajax request should be executed when it comes back. And this will give us a lot of flexibility on what we can do through Ajax. So we also need to return false in here too. So that way the actual link does not get triggered, uh, resulting in a traditional HTML request. So we just want to handle Ajax requests through this. So if we take a look at our products controller, here's that index action which will be triggered because this is that same URL that those links, those pagination links, point to. And it will automatically have the right page parameter, so it'll return the proper products. However, the view file that's going to be returned from this isn't supposed to be HTML. It's supposed to be JavaScript. And that's what we want to add here is we want to add a JavaScript alternative view file. So if we take a look at our products view directory, we can just add a new file here for index.js.erb. So this will be a JavaScript file view instead of a simple HTML view. And inside of here, we can return any kind of JavaScript we want, and this is the code that will be uh, executed when our Ajax request is returned. So for now, let's just add a simple alert request saying this is an Ajax request. So now if we reload this page here and click a pagination link, it now says this is an Ajax request. So this uh, is executing the JavaScript code that the index action returned when we submitted a JavaScript request. Now obviously we want to do something different than display an alert message, so we want to replace the contents of this section of the page, which includes the pagination links and the list of products. So this means we'll need to move this into partial and assign a little tag so we can reference it in JavaScript. So here's what that index.html view looks like, and here's our pagination links and our list of products. And this is the part we want to render and replace through JavaScript, so we'll need to move this into a partial so we can easily re-render it. And I'll just use a simple TextMate shortcut here, and I'll just call this products. So now we have a nice little partial called products here, and actually in Rails 2.3 you no longer have to reference partial like that. You can also just pass in a string to render, and it will assume that it's partial you're wanting to render here. But we're not done quite yet. We want to place this inside of a div tag with an ID. So let's say div ID is products. So this way we can easily reference this and know which part of the page to replace through our JavaScript. Now back inside of our JavaScript view, we want to do something different than an alert message. Let's take our products ID tag and call HTML on it, which allows us to replace the contents of this. And in here, we want to render out the partial. But we also want to use the escape JavaScript method so that we can just easily place this inside of this JavaScript string here. So this way, 
it'll just replace the contents of the products div with the contents of the partial rendered with our new list of products on the other page. So let's give this a try. Let's reload our page here. And when I click next here, notice, hey, the URL did not change. It did submit an Ajax request and updated this part of the page. How awesome. But let's try clicking next again. And wait, that submitted a traditional request and actually changed the URL. And every link after that is going to behave that same way. So for some reason, the Ajax content that's returned, the, the, the Ajax links inside of that do not work. And that's because if you take a look back at our pagination.js file, we're executing this code when the DOM is loaded, but not when uh, we update the code through Ajax. So this onClick behavior is not applying to the new links which were just added through the pagination Ajax call. So the way around this in jQuery is actually very easy. To execute an event uh, trigger like this, you can actually use the live method and just pass the name of the event, such as click, like that in the function as the second parameter. This way, it'll actually constantly look for uh, changes to the uh, DOM, and when something changes, it will reapply any kind of on-click event behavior to that. So now let's try going to that page again, and now clicking next, that works, it does an Ajax request, and even when we still click next, it continues to do an Ajax request. So this, uh, even though we are replacing the entire contents of this with the Ajax request, the pagination links still work because we're using that live function to always change the on-click behavior whenever the DOM changes. Now let's finish this off by adding a bit of polish to uh, say that the next page is loading because some Ajax requests can take a little while to hit the server and here we're just on our local host so it's very fast. But what if the server takes a little while to respond? We can simulate this really quick here by adding just a simple sleep call for two seconds in our controller. And then if you see, we try going to the next page, we get no feedback for a couple seconds and then it goes to the next page. Not very responsive. So let's add a little loading message. So we can accomplish this inside of our pagination.js file. Uh, inside of when we click on a link here, we want to change the interface to display some kind of loading message. Uh, you can do this in a variety of ways. One of the most common is to add a little spinny wheel graphic that's always hidden on the page and then just display it uh, when the link gets clicked. But for simplicity reasons here, let's just add a little message to our pagination uh, section. So we'll just go to our pagination uh, div, and then inside of here, let's replace the HTML contents and just say uh, page is loading. So now when we reload this page here, and then click next, it says page is loading, and then after the two seconds it responds and it just fills in the pagination links back in again. So really this could be anything here, like a loading graphic or something like that. Now one final note here, if you are using an earlier version of jQuery, if you have that installed, you might need to add this bit of code so that Ajax requests are interpreted properly on the Rails server side, so it tr triggers the JavaScript view file. So if the HTML document is being triggered when you submit an Ajax request, then you might need to add this little snippet of code. But otherwise, in the latest version of jQuery, you should have no problem without including that bit of code but I'll add that to the show notes just in case. 
And that's it for this episode. I hope it gave you a good fundamental understanding of how you can handle AJAX requests in jQuery, not only for pagination, but really for any kind of uh, AJAX functionality you want to add to your application. Now, in the next episode, I will be expanding upon this topic because notice, for example, if we hit reload on this page, we're on page number 10, hit reload, we go back to page number one. Well, wouldn't it be nice if, you know, reload stayed at the same page? And what if we could bookmark our URLs and the URLs changed and also our back and previous next uh, buttons here in our browser worked with the pagination links? So all that I'm going to cover in the next episode. So we're going to kind of expand upon this pagination Ajax functionality and see how we can get the back button and uh, bookmarks to work with Ajax. This episode is sponsored in part by Clutterpad, an awesome online project management and collaboration tool. Sign up now and get a chance to use it at clutterpad.com. Also sponsored by RubyMine, a Rails IDE with intelligent code completion, refactorings, debugger, and much more. You can also preview the next version, which includes many new features. Check it out at jetbrains.com ruby 